I don't hate anyone, but uh, at this juncture, the Biden administration, I think, is best known uh, for its world-class vacuity. Um, according to the polls, most Americans wouldn't wouldn't trust President Biden to salt the fries at uh, McDonald's. <laughs> uh, that is, of course, Senator John Kennedy, who's uh, always a funny guy. Uh, the vacuousness, the vacuity of the of the vacuous Joe Biden and his uh, unintelligent White House. That's uh, that's pretty good stuff. He's a funny guy. The empty space between their ears. Uh, it's good to use words. Members of Congress should use big words. And if you don't know the word, you look it up and then that's your word of the day. It's a, it's a good thing. Like Qatar. My word of the day is, is it's spelled Q-A-T-A-R and it's pronounced Kiev. <laughs> the New York Times with the headline today, How do you pronounce Qatar? Question mark. Probably incorrectly. Probably incorrectly. I love the, uh, the smugness. Never ends at the New York Times. We've got another New York Times story today, too. One of their fake reporters got caught lying shamelessly in the newspaper and to uh, someone that she was trying to do a hatchet job on. Uh, the reporter will not be fired. She has a Pulitzer Prize. There was another reporter from the Associated Press that was fired for uh, nearly starting a nuclear war between the United States and, and NATO. Uh, not really a big deal. I mean, you know, if you can't have an influence as a journalist, what good is it? So the, uh, the people of the New York Times, the 2022 World Cup is being hosted by Kiev, I kid, by Qatar, which, as everyone knows, is pronounced... And then they go into a long diatribe about how Qatar is pronounced. Just go with Qatar or Kiev if you prefer. The uh, New York Times says, Qatar, if you're an English speaker, you're probably saying it incorrectly. Then they go on to say, but only in the sense that your pronunciation of Paris or Chile, Chile, it would be considered wrong from the point of view of a Parisian or a Chilean. I'm making vegetarian chile. She's making chile. That's AOC. She's making vegetarian chile. No, actually, that's called chile. And that's from Texas. That's not a country in South America. Um, and the New York Times asks, which means that the real question is, colon, they love their colons, what sort of wrong is Right. Now, I got you guys really need to get over yourselves. And I've been making this case for forever. Uh, don't tell me how to pronounce. It's not like we have to adopt the uh, Arabic, the uh, UAE manner of speech and pronunciation any more than they have to pronounce Washington, D.C. perfectly. You know, would I correct people from Qatar if they slightly mispronounce Washington, D.C. or Indianapolis or, or something? No, I wouldn't. Uh, but that's your sanctimonious, smug, self-righteous, you know the rest. What we are learning at this hour about Edward Snowden's attempts to flee to Ecuador. <laughs> uh, this is why I say, Niharawa, Niharawa, because on the news every now and then you get these people who, uh, who will say something completely ridiculous. 
like Ecuador and Nicaragua. And uh, here's how to pronounce Qatar. It's pronounced Qatar. Shut up, smug boy. All right. Uh, speaking of open borders, <laughs> who was speaking of open borders? I, uh, I want to. This is this is an amazing story. We have, uh, and it's uh, something that I've been hovering around for days now, and I've not quite gotten to. But today, Dagnabbit, I'm going to get to it because you know it's Thanksgiving week, and there's a lot to get to, and all that stuff. Uh, but. Um, I do, I do math. I like to do math problems. I try not to do it off the top of my head because then I reveal my inner Jethro Bodine. But um, I did look at some of this math. And looking at the border, Joe Biden's open border, what do we have crossed the border last month? I believe it was 230,000 illegal aliens crossed our southern border because Joe Biden and the Democrats rang the dinner bell. And, um, and they're ringing the dinner bell even more because they're not on our side and they're trying to drown the country and they just call you a racist if you say, hey, why have you guys opened up our border to, uh, what do we have now, 8 billion people on the planet Earth? 8 billion people. And in October, one month, we had more than 230,000 illegals. That was a record, according to Customs and Border Patrol, Customs and Border Protection. An all-time record, 230,000 migrants. And then the reports were also that there were at least 64,000 additional illegal aliens that crossed the border as gotaways. Gotaways. Like AOC is a gotaway from Planned Parenthood, right? She's, right? She's a Planned Parenthood baby. <laughs> um, but uh, the, a record in October, just last month, 230,000 Illegal aliens crossed our border. But if you send 100 of them to Philadelphia, 50 of them to Martha's Vineyard, then the Democrats uh, soil their undergarments and uh, go running for the hills because that's an outrage, right? Uh, now, this is the, the Biden administration and their, their open border policy, the Democrats and their open border policy. It's because they're more generous with you, more generous than you with other people's money, right? Now, let's go to uh, Maria Bartiromo. Uh, soundbite uh, numero ocho. <laughs> Remember when uh, Barack Obama said, uh, don't worry about uh, them learning to speak English. You need to learn to speak Spanish. That's because he knew what the long-term plan was. Am I right? So here's Maria Bartiromo on her excellent uh, telecast on Sunday morning on the Fox News Channel, talking about because the, the Biden administration is now looking to do away with Title 42 which was put into place by the Trump administration. That is during a time of medical crisis and uh, so that you can uh, further control who enters your country. By the way, we already take in one million, one million new immigrants every year to become Americans, which is more, not only more than any other country by a long shot, but I believe it to be more than all other countries combined that grant citizenship to new arrivals. One million people a year, and I think that's great. I love new immigrants. I live in Washington, D.C. I grew up in Chicago. I lived in Southern California. Uh, you know, I, I love uh, everything about uh, healthy infusions of new immigrants from around the world. But a tsunami of, uh, and, you know, by the way, the fentanyl uh, rage, more than 107,000 Americans died of fatal drug overdoses last year, overwhelmingly because of Opioids like fentanyl and, and the open borders and the cartels and communist China, 
uh, fueling the drug addiction in the United States and the drug overdoses. 107,000, a number greater than uh, the number of troops we lost in the Vietnam War and the Korean War combined uh, in one year. All right? But here's Maria Bartiromo when uh, they, uh, Democrats, Biden does away with Title 42. But that 18,000-day estimate that they're talking about once Title 42 goes away is going to mean 6.5 million people entering this country illegally on a yearly basis. We've already seen 5 million enter illegally uh, from uh, overseas to America just on Joe Biden's watch. 6.5 million a year, the projections are. So over the course of two years... For Democrats following along, that would be 13 million people in two years, right? That'd be 13 million people in two years illegally coming into the country. And then the Democrats give them gift baskets and rides to wherever they want to go. And then they yell at you that you're a racist if you say, what happened to our immigration system? Because, you know, but they're, you're too busy to answer because they're harvesting the organs of 40% of the black population from the womb uh, to prove they're not racist. And that's pretty amazing. Now, there is a uh, newly elected, but not yet sworn in, congresswoman-elect from Texas by the name of Monica de la Cruz. Monica de la Cruz, a Republican from a border district in Texas, was on with Maria Bartiromo on Sunday. By lifting Title 42, it will mean that there will be an exponential increase in illegal immigrants crossing our borders. Now, what that means to the viewers and to you and I is that Border Patrol agents will be taken off the front lines, their duties in protecting our border, and put in administration duties. What that means is that the cartels will be able to bring more drugs across and more illegal activity. And that's what should be concerning. The Biden administration needs to listen to what the Border Patrol agents are saying. And that's what they're saying. And they're telling uh, the horrible DHS secretary, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, who is not on our side, and um, this is incoming Congresswoman De La Cruz. Mayorkas and the Biden administration has failed on every point when it comes to the border crisis. In fact, what they've been saying is that they have they were going to have a plan for when Title 42 was lifted. To this day, Border Patrol agents have seen no plan at all. And so what that means is that when it is lifted, it leaves our communities right here on the southern border vulnerable, but it leaves all of America vulnerable. So I started looking at these numbers and what the Democrats are doing to the United States of America on behalf of communist China and their fentanyl traffickers and the drug cartels in Mexico and and the human traffickers in Mexico and the and, uh, you know, MS-13, This is uh, these are the good old days for them. Um, you know, they chop up teenage girls with machetes and things, but including about a mile from this radio station uh, a couple of years ago along the Potomac River because um, we're a border state. You know, we uh, it's a Maryland borders Virginia and uh, Delaware. So, uh, so I said, well, wow, these are pretty striking numbers. I went to look at... Uh, I went to the National Park Service website for Ellis Island and the Statue of Liberty National Monument. And I said, well, this is uh, kind of interesting, isn't it? They, uh, the National Park Service Ellis Island website has the headline, Ellis Island, Immigration, 1891 to 1924. 1891 to 1924. 
right? That's one of their headers, and they talk about it's kind of the, you know, Vito Andolini, Vito Corleone uh, time coming in. And they uh, specifically talk about the people that came in during that time period. Then they uh, broaden it out, uh, Island of Hope, Island of Tears. And they talk about the uh, nearly 12 million immigrants who passed through these now quiet halls from 1892 to 1954. 1892 to 1954. Now, gosh, that is uh, 62 years. 62 years. And uh, Ellis Island, That's uh, there. this is the, the time frame they use. And it says that they uh, welcomed more than 11 million, fewer than 12 million immigrants that came through Ellis Island over the course of well over half a century, 62 years. And that is, let's go with the high end, 12 million immigrants through Ellis Island over the course of 62 years from 1892 to 1954. Then the immigration system changed. And so I took the, uh, I took the 12 million that using the high-end number from the Ellis Island website, the National Park Service, and I divided that by 62 years. And that's 193,548 immigrants per year through Ellis Island, where everyone was vetted for a disease and uh, they tried for criminal history and all of that. So that's fewer than 200,000 per year through Ellis Island, the most famous immigrant gateway that any country has ever had in the history of the world, and fewer than 200,000 immigrants per year. Last month, we had 230,000 illegal aliens cross our border in one month, one month. And over the course of two years, as Maria Bartiromo and Congresswoman-elect De La Cruz are pointing out, we're going to have in two years of the Biden administration a number of illegal aliens coming illegally into our country in two years, a number greater than the total number of immigrants that came through Ellis Island over the course of 62 years, well over a half century. And and the uh, and, and, and do we know who these people are? We had how many, uh, almost 100 that are on the terrorist watch list. We're capturing child rapists who are on the run, murderers that are on the run. And uh, the Democrats just scream in your face that you're a racist, and uh, then they give more money to Planned Parenthood. Isn't that amazing? 193,000 a year through Ellis Island for 62 years. 230,000 last month captured 64,000 gotaways, more than. And those are just the numbers that we, that we think are the case. Did you know that banks can legally confiscate your money to bail themselves out? There's one catch, though. It's got to be during what we call extraordinary times. With the economy and the world in the shape we're in now, don't you think we're in extraordinary times? Might be time to call 888-446-5320 to get your personal wealth protection guide because my friends at American Alternative Assets are here to help you 
protect your retirement and your savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while still maintaining its tax-deferred status. So call today, 888-446-5320 to get your free, no-obligation wealth protection guide. This guide will answer all the questions you have. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Call American Alternative Assets at 888 the number 4 gold 20 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. That's 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Yeah, so that's uh that's your Democrat party. 62 years of Ellis Island packed into 2 years of Joe Biden. But this is all illegal, mind you. Uh, Ellis Island, it was all legal. I'm making vegetarian chili. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Those rascally Democrats. Oh, we've got Joe Biden on chickens and turkeys, many of which are more intelligent than he is. That's coming up. He said a lot of dumb Joe Biden stuff yesterday. We have that for you. And uh, and more animal welfare groups uh, creating more food shortages. Let's go to the phones, Michael. Let's go to Rick calling from Wilmington, North Carolina. Rick, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Hey, Rick. You know, I was rolling listening to you talking about the uh, pretentious geographic pronunciation snobs and the way they pronounce cities and towns. And I thought I'd go, I thought maybe it'd be fun to go to the Google machine. And uh, so I looked up China. You know, to the Chinese people, they pronounce their country Zhongguo. I've never heard any of these media morons uh, call China Zhongguo. It's a very. Korea. It's, it's, it's very Korea selective. Korea Kangoog, Kangoog. I, I. Uh, Kangoog is Korea. I pronounce it Kangoog, but liberals think that's a racial slur when you use that pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> and Japan is Nihon. Yeah, it is. It just sounds like, you know, some country redneck like me trying to pronounce something completely different. <laughs> well, you know, the New York Times will uh, will lead the way. They're going to lie to us about it, and um, you know, and they'll be wrong in the end, and. And whatever is true, they won't report. Whatever is false, they will report. So we should follow their lead, I think, Rick. This is The Chris Plant Show. Do you believe that President Biden has made it possible for you to come here? And what would you like to say to President Biden? My gratitude to the president and all the members of the government that's all that's all he just uh griff jenkins at fox news asking the illegal aliens flowing into our country um yeah joe biden uh put the bat signal in the sky and they rolled out the welcome wagon and they got fruit baskets and and uh transportation to wherever you're going you see, uh, what, more than 8,000 illegal aliens have been dropped off in Washington, D.C. And in, in front, there was another bus, was it just yesterday, in front of the vice president's residence, uh, where at this moment in history, Kamala Harris amazingly lives. She said a bunch of dumb stuff yesterday, too. She, um, 
She's not a bright bulb. Uh, but the dimmest bulb, bulb of all is the president of the United States, Joseph Robinette Biden. He is not a bright guy. He never has been. Um, and we'll have updates for you, Colorado Springs. You know, dead naming. The media is concerned about the adjectives, the pronouns, rather, of the of the people murdered. And a story about the U.S. military veteran that attacked the gunman and beat him up and saved a whole bunch of lives, who's the hero of the story. He was there with his wife and his daughters and his daughter's boyfriend. Daughter's boyfriend was murdered by the lunatic. The Democrats immediately see this and uh, immediately saw this as a political opportunity to smear their next-door neighbors and their uncles because they're raised to be crazy people, I think. And the adults, if you weren't crazy when you were younger, the Democrat Party will help you become crazy now uh, and go around accusing people of the, the wildest things. Speaking of which, you know, the Democrat Party racist lunatic that ran over 65, 66, 67 people, I think, at the Waukesha Christmas Parade last year that the news media swept under the rug because it didn't serve the Democrat Party's interests to make it a part of the narrative. He was just sentenced, the Democrat, who's a racist. He's a black racist, so that's the good kind, according to Democrats, and uh, ran over, murdered six people, injured 61 more, and he was sentenced last week to six life sentences in prison because it's Wisconsin and uh, not Maryland. See, Maryland, the governor there who pretends to be a Republican, thinks he's going to run for president. What a joke. But it's a Democrat state. Today is kimchi day. It's kimchi day. Not only is it John F. Kennedy assassination day, it's kimchi day. Next year, they'll do away with John F. Kennedy's assassination. Then it'll just be kimchi day. Why is it kimchi day in Maryland? Because Democrats want to pander to every ethnic and minority group. And, you know, it's a community. I was uh, texting Michael Piercy about this today. The, uh, the Democrats in my, my Democrat to English translation dictionary, they use the word community all the time. I've been talking about this lately, about how they overuse and abuse the word community. Uh, and I always ask if it's a gated community. The word community means from the, in the English, uh, liberal to English translation dictionary, community means tribe. It means tribe. And the left is uh, tribal, and they love tribal divisions. And that's why they call everybody a community, and you're part of a community, and you have interests that other communities don't have. So they want to pit you against, you know, the people that are not part of your community. The uh, uh, black, gay, transgender community, right? You have interests that the white, gay, transgender community does not have. And, uh, of course, if you're an immigrant from Eastern Europe, your, your community has interests that immigrants from Mexico don't have. And if you're, well, and, of course, uh, straight white men. Cisgender, I love this cisgender thing. That means normal. Normal has a meaning. It's in the dictionary. Democrats don't know what the meaning of the word is anymore because they've lost their tiny little minds. What a... Uh, also, I've, uh, I figured out oh, this, you know, because immigration and illegal immigration, open borders and Ellis Island and all that. I was texting with Michael Piercy, and, you know, we have these weather conditions called uh, El Nino, 
and La Nina. But, uh, you know, Joe Biden with his, uh, his, he thinks that Latinx is a word um, because the Democrats have decided that languages that have gendered terms like, you know, uh, Spanish and Italian, you have, uh, uh, you know, Latina, and that's a woman, and Latino. And the Democrats want to do away with that. Latinx. See, because he wants to call it Latinx. Uh, which is a bathroom tissue from south of the border, Latinx. And, and that's, uh, he's trying to say Latin X, which is how it should be pronounced, but he's too stupid. Uh, and it was in the teleprompter or not. And he says Latinx. It's Latinx. Uh, Gesundheit. Um, somebody pass him a little hanky. Latinx. He needs a Latinx. So I've decided that the weather patterns are sexist too, La Nina and El Nino. And now they should just be. Um, Ninex. They have to be Ninex. <laughs> so these weather patterns come in. You can't have gendered, because the, the left, they're genderless. They're like, you know, when you're a kid, you might have played with the girl down the street, you know, if you're a boy, or if you're a girl, you might have played with the boy down the street. And he brings his G.I. Joe, and you bring your Barbie. And then, you know, before you know it, everybody's got their clothes off. And uh, you remember what that looked like? That's what Democrats are. That's, the, that's, that's Democrats. They're like naked G.I. Joe and Barbie dolls. They are, and, and, they, and they don't like this whole uh, Italian, Latin languages with uh, gendered pronouns. Latinx. Because they like Latinx. And I think uh, El Nino and La Nina, they have to do away with those. And since you can't have La or El, um, I'm going to have to consult my uh, Spanish to English dictionary too. Well, maybe we could have El Ninex or La Ninex because now weather patterns also have no genitals like Democrats. Uh, speaking of which, let's go to Joe Biden who used to shower with his daughter who uh, ended up having horrible sexual issues she says in her diary because of her father Again, passive-aggressive attack on the family leaving the diary behind in the rehab center, knowing that she left it someplace where people would find it. And then the FBI got involved in SWAT teams and helicopters, cruise missile strikes, and, uh, you know, dragging people down by the hair because somebody found her diary where she left it, where she apparently meant someone. She meant to have someone find it because it's a passive-aggressive thing against her father, who used to shower with her inappropriately. And, of course, he sexually assaulted his Senate staffer, Tara Reid, with his fingers pinning her against the wall, and she's told the story, and the news media swept that under the rug, too, because they, uh, they're really something. The Biden family is not a normal family. We have T-shirts at the Chris Plant store and, and coffee mugs, Remember Normal. Remember normal. And I survived the Wuhan Red Death and uh, all kinds of great stuff. You know, the uh, Christmas and Hanukkah are coming up and uh, you're going to need gifts for your family and friends. Liberals would probably love a remember normal coffee mug. It would confuse them. And I survived the Wuhan Red Death. That would confuse them. But honestly, the sun coming up confuses them. So I compare them to starlings. Those are birds that uh, they travel in flocks. And uh, there are a lot of starlings in uh, northwest Washington, D.C. And I, I notice when the sun is going down,
the starlings all leap from the trees and fly around swirling in circles of a thousand starlings, making all kinds of noise. And I decided that that's because they see the sun going down and they don't know if it's going to come back because they have bird brains, right? And, uh, <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing with Democrats. The uh, sun's going down. They don't know if it's coming back up. They don't know what a woman is. They don't know what gender is. They don't know what America is. They don't know what democracy is. Mm -mm -mm. But keep in mind, the New York Times poll found that the number one threat to our democracy is the news media, and the number two threat to our democracy is the Democratic Party. And remember, this, this T-shirt and coffee mug is coming, too. The Democratic Party isn't. Friendly fire isn't. Common sense isn't. Planned parenthood isn't. <laughs> All right, let's go. There are more. Let's go to Joe Biden yesterday. They had uh, turkeys, and um, they named the turkeys Chocolate and Chip. And it's a, it's a kind of a fun tradition for presidents to pardon the turkeys. And uh, Joe Biden did this yesterday. It was very confusing for him because the turkeys are smarter than he is. But here's Joe Biden yesterday with the... Uh, uh, this one, I, we're still trying to figure out what he meant to say by this. They interacted with the children to show their softer side. The turkeys. Sounds like another flock hoping to come to Washington in 2024. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Few people laughed. Nobody knows to this moment what he meant by that. It doesn't have any discernible meaning. He's, uh, he's very severely mentally impaired, and the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, are telling us that this is perfectly normal. It's not. And the Chris Plant store has Remember Normal shirts. And, uh, <laughs> and you go to chrisplant.com, too, chrisplant.com, Chris Plant store, and uh, find all kinds of things. You can listen to the show later, share it with friends, you know, send them links to this hour or that hour. Let's go to uh, Joe Biden. This is, uh, this is pretty weird. He's got... Uh, grandchildren there. He still doesn't know how many grandchildren he has. He literally doesn't know how many grandchildren he has. And uh, there are grandchildren there for the turkey thing. And his dog was up on the Truman balcony, too. I didn't mean to get started, man. Don't start on it. And by the way, that, that's my grandson, Bo, up there, and my granddaughter. Don't let him jump. Don't let him jump. Then an FBI SWAT team uh, emerged on the uh, Truman balcony and shot them all. It was uh, kind of tragic, the uh, terrible thing. Now, he was there. Uh, Michael pointed out this morning that the woman that got married on Saturday at the White House, Joe Biden's granddaughter, is, uh, is, has a half-brother that's Bo Biden, who's, what, like two years old? Yeah. Two? Yeah. You sure about that? Yeah, it says two. Says that so the one who got married because Hunter is going around, and then and then he's got the four-year-old half sister, uh, Navy Joan Roberts, who lives in Arkansas, who's never invited to anything because it's just one of the Biden family's bastard children, and that's not the child's fault or the stripper lady. Excuse me, the exotic dancer's fault. Uh, Joe Biden yesterday. Um, and then this, is, this was written for him by Hollywood joke writers, and it's, uh, it's not very funny. The votes are in. They've been counted and verified. There's no ballot stuffing. There's no foul play. 
The only red wave this season is going to be a German Shepherd commander knocks over the cranberry sauce on our table. That will cause... They are big turkeys, aren't they? Stuffing. See Thanksgiving turkeys. Foul play. See their turkeys. That's uh, foul. Red wave. Cranberry is uh, Joe Biden pouring glasses of wine all over himself. Um... While he has the White House staff lick it off because it's like reminds him of the Tara Reid days on Capitol Hill when things were a little different. And they, uh, why did they name the turkeys chocolate and chip? Of course, chocolate is my favorite. Chocolate is my favorite ice cream. So I, but I could have, we could have named them chips and science. But anyway, it would have been good names as well. Chocolate and chip, because chocolate is his favorite ice cream, although he says uh, chocolate chip is his favorite ice cream, so he got that wrong. And then he said we could have called them chips and science, which is just a complete non sequitur uh, from a man whose brain is not properly wired. Chips and salsa, maybe? Chips and science? Really? How many genders are there? Stumps them every time. What's a woman? They don't know how to answer. How many grandchildren do you have? That stumps him as well. And uh, Dr. Jill Biden, too. Uh, and then he tells this ridiculous thing, which is completely false. We have more chickens than anybody in the nation in Delaware, but we don't have turkeys. Yeah, well, you don't have more chickens in Delaware than anywhere. That's uh, false, too. Um, Fox News actually did it. Uh, 80-year-old Biden falsely claims Delaware has most chickens in the nation. Delaware has turkeys, and its chicken population is far from number one in the nation. But it doesn't matter because the media is here to, you know, sweep it under the rug. He's he's, uh, he's a moron. And, And then he insults Mr. Diplomacy, Mr. Foreign Policy, insults uh, I think pretty much every nation on the planet. God love you. Nine and a half million turkeys. I tell you what, that's like some of the countries I've been to. And the, anyway. In the, uh, anyway, then he fell over and the medics came with paddles and they brought him back to life and they rolled out the iron lung and they brought him to the basement and... Uh, boy. Oh, and then there's, uh, they had a family there on the South Lawn. A family, they appeared to be uh, people of color. And Joe Biden went over to sniff them. And then he suggested, apparently because they're people of color, that they probably want to steal a bunch of things. Uh, imagine. This has to be boring, boring, boring for these kids to stand up here. I doubt it. You're allowed to do anything you want, including go steal a pumpkin if you want. Anything you want to do. You can go steal anything. And then you can loot the White House. You know, like uh, the British and the Democrats. Hey, remember when the Democrats laid siege to the White House for three days and the Secret Service evacuated President Trump and the family to the nuclear bunker beneath the White House? For the first time in history as a result of mobs outside uh, threatening the life of the president. That's when they uh, set the Church of the Presidents on fire and they torched the building, the only building in Lafayette Park. And uh, there are no congressional hearings about that. There are no stories in the Washington Post about that today. But there are multiple January 6th stories in the Washington Post today. Isn't that fascinating? Kind of an amazing time. Yes, sir. 
Um, we've got uh, the shooting in Colorado update, media hatred, uh, the stuff they make up, and dead naming. We could have named them Chips and Science, but anyway, would have been good names as well. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. All right, let's, uh, let's take another phone call before we get on the next chapter of Democrat Insanity. Uh, those rascally Democrats. And uh, update on the, the man that took out the mad killer at the gay bar in Colorado Springs, U.S. military veteran, there with his family, his wife and his daughters and the daughter's boyfriend. Let's go to Corey calling from Pittsburgh, PA. Corey, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Always good talking to you. Um, so I got this theory. Uh, they're already starting to talk about Biden's age, and we all know that they'll sacrifice one of their own every once in a while um, just for the good of their cause, I guess you could say. But um, my theory and my fear is that when all else fails, because they're not going to find anything on Trump, um, otherwise they would have by now, they're going to try and put an age maximum, an age limit on the presidency to prevent him from running again. To prevent Trump from running again. Yep. But only after uh, they make a decision on what Biden, um, and I don't know that they'll be able to do that, but listen, I wouldn't put anything past them, Corey, not not uh, by any stretch. Never would I put anything past these people trying to pull dirty tricks and manipulate the system to benefit themselves, not the country, but themselves. Um, no, exactly. But um, uh, putting an age limit, Interesting because, you know, they got what Nancy Pelosi, not that she's going to run for president, is 82 years old. And what is Steny Hoyer, 79 years old. And and uh, uh, James Clyburn, uh, pretty much everybody in the Democrat leadership is older than Donald Trump. But that really doesn't mean anything. We'll, we'll keep our eyes peeled for that, Corey, because I wouldn't put anything past him. Uh, all kinds of stuff in Colorado Springs coming up. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.